This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents, which you can also access at cortezcurrents.ca. According to tourism manager Chris Tate, the Clahoose Wilderness Resort's first full season was a much greater success than they anticipated. We did open in 2021, but with the pandemic, obviously, we only had a very shortened season. So 2022 was our first full season. We were open from May to October, and we had more visitors than we forecasted. People were very interested in what we're doing, whether they're from New York, California, from British Columbia, local here, or Toronto, or London, England. The number one reason that people came was because we're 100% Indigenous-owned. We're owned by the Clahoose First Nation, and we offer an Indigenous experience when they get here. That's what people were looking for. It's something that's certainly, I don't want to say trending, but people are looking for authentic local businesses and Indigenous tourism in British Columbia and Canada, especially coming out of the pandemic, to go to a remote location, have an immersive experience, and visit with local people. What would a typical package be like? Transportation, we'll pick them up by boat, or they're going to fly in by seaplane. They're essentially three or four night stays. So people come for that duration. They're all inclusive, all of their accommodation, all of their meals, all the activity. We're going to go bear viewing in the springtime up to Toba Inlet and look for black bears and grizzly bears feeding on shore and watch the waterfalls. When they're back at the resort, they're going to be able to enjoy activities like kayaking and hiking and paddle boarding or even ocean swimming. But, um, most unique part is the Indigenous part that they'll be able to experience. And that happens at the resort. We'll be sitting with one of the Clahoos First Nation cultural interpreters and doing cedar weaving. We do a traditional welcome song. All the staff will be there with a song and a drum and have a proper traditional welcome to the territory, to Clahoos Wilderness Resort. It's at Satone, but during the whole stay, they're going to have storytelling songs, drumming, just a connection with the people that call this place home. People want to come for the indigenous culture, but they're also coming for the wildlife, the whales, the humpback whales and the bears. This region has become a hotspot for whale watching. There's been over 400 humpback whales documented in the Salish Sea now. If five, six years ago, there was some humpback whales. Ten years ago, there wasn't a lot. This region has become a hotspot for whale watching. They can come and do that at Clahoose Wilderness Resort over that three or four day stay. We see transient orcas quite often in the area. They're hunting seals and things. A lot of people haven't seen bears in the wild and they want to come and see that. I think the spring black bear and grizzly bear viewing is something really special. Besides the spring bear viewing, when the bears are eating on shore, Grizzly bear viewing that we offer happens when the salmon run starts. It usually starts around mid-August. This past year, we had really a heat wave, really low water conditions. So the salmon run didn't start until September. Then it went till mid to even late October. We started bear tours on a regular date, August 24th, I think it was this year, or 23rd. The bear viewing is still good, but we see one or two bears and, and then from the first week or second week of September, then we were starting to see two, three, four bears. Toba Inlet is a massive valley. The bears don't feed on salmon in the main Toba River. It's very silty, so they tend to go in the smaller rivers. We had lots of moms and cubs. 
this is just a theory. My thought is the river used to have lots of male bears. They're usually dominant and will have the best fishing areas. This year, we had a lot of moms and cubs. And I think that's because of our bear tours. They've been operating since about 2017 in the Toba Valley. And the mom and cubs tend to use the bear towers and the presence of people to help get some of those good fishing areas. I think it took four or five years for the moms and cubs to start finding the bear towers and finding that it was a safe place for them to fish. They just had to put up with a few bear viewing visitors. And we try to have as little impact on the bears when we're viewing as possible. But of course, they know we're there. One positive thing, and it's been documented up and down the coast, is that the moms and cubs can feel really safe near us. We tend to see lots of bears, not as much as the bigger rivers, but really close up because the bears are right in front of our viewing towers or just going about their daily lives. We like to see some more scientific research in the Toba Valley in partnership, of course, with the Clahoos First Nation and maybe other nations to our north that can find out what's happening. We'll see how the next year goes, but the bear viewing has been excellent for those five years that I've been involved with it. Do you have any other successes or challenges you want to talk about? This is not our challenge, but challenge everywhere in tourism and the hospitality industry is attracting staff and getting staff members to come. Especially for us, we're an off-the-grid resort, so those staff members need to be away from their family while they're working with us. It was challenging finding those staff, but overall, it was successful. 90% of our staff were Indigenous and mostly Clahoos and Slahama Nation. That was a success. Whether it was a culture interpretation and the actual Indigenous activities we offer guests or serving in the dining room in the evenings or housekeeping, whether it was skipper or bear tour guides, we were able to find those good staff. We want to attract more people to come work at the resort and work in tourism because it's just going to continue to grow. There's lots of jobs and there's lots of careers too. There are seasonal jobs, but also career jobs that as we grow the business, we want to support all those people with training. Next year, we're planning on doing much more with naturalist guide training, with whale watching training, just to add on to what they already have. But that was a challenge for staff members, especially positions like chefs. Chefs are even harder to come by to, to pull them out of positions where they can just drive home at the end of the evening. <laughs> we give them really nice staff accommodations. They get all their meals included. There's nowhere to spend their money. So it's a really beautiful place to live, but it's also challenging living away from your family and friends for a lot of people. I'm very happy. I worked for us last year. Such an awesome team. You could read our reviews on TripAdvisor or Google or something, but it was really that connection with the staff. People really go home with and have amazing memories about I mentioned the welcome song. They also have a song when they depart. And there was definitely tears in a lot of those guests' eyes when they were leaving at the end of their stay. And it was because of the staff. We had an amazing group. What's coming next? Lots of investment into the resort. We're renovating all of our rooms. It's all the new furniture and new bedding and just making the rooms extra comfortable. They're already really comfortable. We're renovating our kitchen. So we'll be able to elevate the culinary at the resort. We have a new sauna that's being built on the deck. The cedar was milled on site, and we're going to have a nice cedar sauna sitting right on our deck so we can go in there and swim. Lots of additional things happening with the resort. The, the biggest success, we just turned our clean energy system on. So we had an Indigenous grant from the government of British Columbia that partially paid for a new hydro system. It's a clean energy system. 
that powers the entire resort through a little creek beside the resort. It's a Peloton wheel and a battery backup. That allows us to turn our diesel generator off and it just helps reduce carbon. They say it's maybe 38 tons of carbon that will reduce a year. The goal of the resort is to be as sustainable as possible. We're already off the grid, so we need to generate our own power and collect our own water. But the new clean energy system is pretty amazing. It's just a small little dam tucked back in the rainforest behind the resort. So that's exciting. On the marketing side, we also have just been designated Authentic Indigenous with Indigenous Tourism British Columbia and with Indigenous Tourism Canada. It just helps consumers, tour companies, somebody sitting in Germany, the United States, or even locally to know that we're an authentic business, that we offer authentic Indigenous experiences. We hire Indigenous staff. That sort of designation just puts us at a level with some of the top places in British Columbia and Canada to go. Canada is really leading the way and promoting itself as one of the top places to have an authentic Indigenous experience. And British Columbia is, of course, right at the top of that as well. We just were in the top 23 places to go by Condé Nast Traveler magazine. And that included a few Indigenous businesses here in the provinces, uh, including Clahoos Wilderness Resort. These are the top places in the world to go. We'll just keep improving on what we've been doing. The next step is to really start involving the Clahoos First Nation with more activities. The goal is to add more cultural activities to what we're already doing, whether that be foraging in the forest or looking at the indigenous plants that we have right outside at the resort. The Clahoos Wilderness Resort is looking at reopening on May 11th for the 2023 season. You've been listening to an interview with Chris Tate, Tourism Manager for the Clahoos Wilderness Resort. This is Roy Hales with Cortez Currents. Goodbye.